0: Hi, I'm Holly, compulsive reader, hundred pounder. Thanks, Jeff, for asking me to lead. It's a huge honor to lead any kind of a meeting of Readers Anonymous, um, and a nerve-wracking experience sometimes. So, it being a new place, I had a chauffeur today. Thank you, Deb. Uh, she's lucky I didn't show up at her house at 7 30 a.m because that's me I'm going to get there thank you I'm going to get I get places early I just you know for me it's the best thing so I had to trust God and trust um the Deborah trust that she knows where she's going and it was excellent that's called fellowship and love um okay so I'm going to qualify till 9 30. Let me see where to start. You know, um, I'm just going to spend a few minutes on what it was like. Um, To qualify first, I've had 17 years of abstinence, and I'm maintaining a, um, a healthy body weight for quite a few of those years. I've lived my life somewhere between 240 and 280 pounds, my adult life, and just I'm passing my pictures around. Even as a kid, even as a little kid, I was the biggest little kid around you know um i just stuck out in class i got teased you know you guys know all of this stuff it's i'm no different than anybody else um i grew up back east and it was a small town so we had small classes we had small everything um everybody knew everybody's business and um life was okay in the beginning like in the first six years um, then my parents divorced and you know my mom would I lived with my mom until I was 18 and she was severely mentally ill she had better times and worse times but most of it was worse times so um, I was left to fend for myself and that was that and I learned to fend for myself and that was okay that was a good thing except for it's counterproductive to my recovery I had to completely change that When I got to these rooms, I had to completely change that and um, let people help me. And I was not used to that. So I grew up back east. I moved out here when I was 30 um, because I couldn't be there anymore. I could not be there anymore. I I worked for my dad in a diner. I was a diner cook for that time. um, And 280 pounds, I hung out just really with my family. I was... I didn't talk to anybody, I was shy, um, didn't have much personality, you know, I just, I felt dead, and I didn't realize that until uh, I came out here for a vacation, and I, within nine months of coming out here, and this is, this is one of those God shots that I'll tell you about that's happened all my life, is that, you know, the God shots that I look back on, I think, oh my God, how did I get standing here today, how did I get here? Um, I had a friend that, she wasn't a friend, somebody at school, moved out here and then came back and worked at my father's diner for a summer, and we got to be friendly, and she invited me out for a vacation, which I'd never taken a vacation, I just worked, you know, I worked, I was a diner cook, I delivered newspapers, um, she invited me out, and within nine months I had everything I could fit in my car, and I'm driving out here, right, because I could not be there anymore. There's another, there's something else to life. There's got to be something else to life. That's, that was my feeling. So um, I moved out here, thank God. And um, the first thing I did, no, probably the third thing I did is I. the first thing I did was I changed careers. I could not get a cook's job. I went for, you know, and I, I changed careers to something completely different. Um, I met somebody and... Well, it, you know, I met, the first person that paid attention to me was a, um, I met this, this woman, she's a drug addict, and that's just not really recommended. <laughs> but
1: she, she paid
0: attention, she was the first person that paid any attention to me, okay? So I'm going for it, because I, I had never experienced any of that before. Um, what, the, 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 the third sixteenth godshot that comes as I got into um, a group in Al-Anon uh, immediately. <laughs> like I was, I felt nuts immediately. Right, so um, I got into that group, and the, the gift of that was there were people there that were in Overeaters Anonymous. See, I didn't know anything about anything. All right, I didn't know anything about addiction, um, although I was one. Uh, Food, alcohol, drugs, nothing. So this was another God shot. I got into a very bad relationship. But I got into this group that actually they were so lovely. And I started to go to those meetings. They were so lovely that I started to hang out with them. And see, that's what opened me up. I wasn't even talking until then. So they kind of like, come with us. You know, come with us to the movies. Come with us. And I got, to, I got to hang with these women that were so lovely to me and didn't want anything but my company. You know what I mean? And um, that's where I met people that were in Overeaters Anonymous. And I just knew, I, I knew that's where I had to be. I knew that's where I had to be. Mm-hmm. And I came in 70, well, no, 93, 94. I came in that time. And I stayed for about two and a half years. Um, I, got a, I, I got an abstinence of three meals a day and no sugar. Okay, that was my abstinence then. Um, I stayed for a bit. I went to meetings. I um, never got a sponsor that stayed for any long period of time because I didn't call them <laughs> that why. Um, I got to know a few of you. I sat in meetings. I didn't do much of anything. And what happened was I got into a... Um, that kind of whole relationship thing phased out and I got into a, a good relationship with someone I met in program and um, without having a, uh, an anchor in this program, like I wasn't doing much of any. I was showing up. I wasn't doing much of anything else though. Um, three meals a day and no sugar. That was cool. That was good. But I wasn't doing much of anything else. Um, and um I left. I walked right back out like not I can say I was going and then I left I phased out I just went less and then I (laughs) didn't go at all so I had to eat for eight more years you know what I mean and with my um, then new partner doing good had a nice apartment did a lot of nice things I had a job this whole time to the outside world I probably looked fairly normal We had a catering company that we ran out of the house. It's also not recommended for. So I was working full time and doing this cater this crazy catering company that was wildly successful. Um, We were good cooks, and that's how you know. Another eight years, I had to. Man, I couldn't barely even walk. You know, I had. physical problems 280 pounds I'm rushing around like a nut and that's how I was okay just running through life powering through in that time in fact I'm, I was sharing with Deborah I, on the way over you know my properties that I managed used to be here so I'd come over from the valley probably, sometimes twice a day I'd have to come over and in fact I had a building in, um, on Camden In Beverly Hills and I had to show those apartments and so I would leave my office in the valley stop at the A.M.P. I'm on cold water and get some stuff and it was right here on the seat okay and I'd eat my way over cold water on two wheels I'm I'm driving on two wheels I'm telling you eat my way over never spill the thing okay (laughs) just to get that courage to show up and show this gorgeous apartment right I did that my whole before program I did that my whole life I would have to go like I'd have this route that I had to go and every, in between all those stops was my courage I had to stop before I go to the next thing some of those places were scary I left out that word they were it was genuinely my path can be adversarial and scary at times so some of those things, just to talk to the next person, I had to eat something, like I had to eat something, I had to dull that down. I had to dull that fear down or I could not show up in the way that I'm supposed to show up. Um, so that's kind of how it was. I, I, I ate all the time. I, I just would have to eat something before I could do the next thing. Um, so, again, I left for eight years and I had to come back. Um, this is the most important part, actually. So August of 2002, what had happened was, to get me back here, um, I was out for eight years. I tried to stay with, like, three meals a day and no sugar, and I didn't do badly, okay? For, it could have been horrible. I didn't do badly, but I ate enough to maintain 280 pounds, so that's still quite a <laughs> problem. <around. laughs> so what happened was we stopped this catering company and that and, and I just had my regular job and for some reason that triggered a bunch of things piling on like a, that inactivity got the heads going I was keeping myself so busy so <coughs> I finally kind of realized how, <coughs> excuse me how I was feeling I wasn't okay I was feeling nothing by this time I felt like a void I felt very flat uh dead inside and that's that's what scared me my weight didn't change okay I didn't come back in here to lose weight I was so far beyond that thank God I think because that's what made me do what I was told I felt dead inside I just was I I just couldn't function anymore I was just going to work and I'd be home on the couch Watching the TV going that 's all it was, right? No friends left. I had a partner. Um, so was, right that didn 't help me. I, I was dead inside. so I, I knew in that summer that I had to, I had to come back i couldn 't be that anymore. I was done with being nothing. okay. I felt like a brick. so I came back I just got it into my head and I came back August of two thousand and two. I just walked into the valley meetings that I was used to going to. Um, and I saw people that I had remembered. And I. there's a bunch of new people. There were, I just started coming. And I felt, the minute I sat down, I felt better, you know. I couldn't be, I had to be with you guys. And I didn't even know what that looked like. Again, I didn't, it wasn't in my mindset to lose weight anymore. I just couldn't be, I, I had to be with you. I couldn't be anywhere else. So I came in and sat down. And within a month, I got a sponsor. Um... Another hundred pounder that was um, just one little touch less scary than everybody else looked. I don't know why, but she was on her way down, and she was seemed to be like I heard her speak a couple of times. So I got her, and she um, I started calling her at six in the morning every morning, and she actually listened to me for ten minutes. I don't even know what I said. She gave me some writing. I'm like, okay wrote, opened the big book, wrote, and I just did what she said. I showed up at the meetings I was told to, um, and after about a month, we started to make a food plan that would help me with my weight, okay? Basically, I still wasn't even in that mindset yet. I'm like, okay, just tell me to eat what you do. I, don't, I didn't care at that point. I just was so happy to be with you guys, right? So happy to listen to you um, and be in a group of people that were seemed to be moving forward in some way right so so that's how it went so in in my recovery was is, you know I started to lose weight obviously I had to that was that was a big issue I didn't know it at the time but um, I started to lose weight I'm just doing that and I'm, and I'm able to follow this this food plan that we made which is really simple Able to follow that because I was writing on the steps, I was working the steps. That's the difference. See, I could never stay with anything before. I tried so many things. I'd get it in my mind that I wanted to lose weight, and thinking that that was a, a, a huge problem, and then it would go away. Like I'd say, oh, whatever. I'm never. I'm always going to be this way. I really got into that mind. I'm always going to be this way. Why am I trying to do anything? So. Um, you know in the, in the fellowship so I'm getting to know people as well in the fellowship and we all kind of hung out together uh, which was great I was in a group of, of women that we were all kind of in the same place I don't know if we all came in the same time but I was in a group that uh, we worked we did a lot of writing we worked the steps we would we all ended up on our four step at the same time so we'd go to each other's houses and sit and write for an hour it was, that's exactly what I needed you know, we would go after a meeting, we'd go out for lunch, and we'd all have Diet Pepsi, you know, or Diet Cokes, and we'd sit there for a couple of hours <coughs> and literally shook our way out of it. Like, we drank so much Diet Coke, it wasn't funny.
1: <laughs> but you know what? We were,
0: we were together, and that's all that mattered to me is that I'm following now, and I'm feeling better, I'm feeling better, I'm feeling better. That was great. Um, so, uh, you know, I worked through the steps several times. You know, for me, the steps, so just, I just finish and I keep going. The first time was kind of um, scratch the surface type of, um, and I changed sponsors right after my fourth step to a different type of sponsor. Um, um, and I, I'm so grateful to her. For the next six years, was a different sponsor, and we we always sponsor. Like my sponsor is always sponsored by the family method, and I do that myself. Like I figure, I was always told, oh, "These are your sisters, and this is who you call if you can't find me." So it was a good. It was a good balance of things. Um, what I got to do is I got to walk out of that feeling of um, nothingness. I got to walk out of that feeling and I slowly began to develop some kind of a personality, if that makes any sense to anybody. Like I felt like I was, I had, I, I discovered likes and dislikes. I, I, I had, um, I got to get a voice. I got to do, um, you know, there's a whole slew, there's a whole package of stuff that happens when you live your life at 280 pounds and then you're at a normal body weight. You wouldn't believe the stuff that goes on. I mean, I went into, I went into, um, I had to get a bathing suit. I was going to go to Hawaii. I had to get a bathing suit, and I went by myself. Don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> this, I, didn't, I didn't know how to shop. I didn't know what store to go to. I'm used to going to the plus side stores, right? So, all the stuff I had to kind of relearn. Um, I'm no no fashion plate, all right? Although I look good today, I know. Um, I am no fashion plate, I never have been. I wear a lot of plaid, it's okay. However, I really, I needed help with how things fit. And you can imagine, I mean, it just was such a different life. Um, in this program, I, I actually ended a relationship, and all that came with that, that's a big package of stuff, you know, with the house and the thing and the thing. And with the help of the women in this program, I didn't. my feet really didn't touch the ground through that. I, they just carried me right through. Um, and I got, to, I got to, you know, without a lot of amends to make, I got to walk through that and now I'm I'm you know get the house and everything and it, it's just those kind of things I could I I I would have fallen flat on my face. I just know it. So I'm so grateful to the program for that. You know, I work with a sponsor. I've had several sponsors, but I today I work with a sponsor that um I've had for six or seven, maybe 10 years. I don't have I'm not good with year things. Um that, you know, really doesn't care about my food. She's, t- she's so funny. Um, she's like, I rarely read your food, you know. Okay, that's fine. But you know, I act like she does. So, so that's all good. Um, I'll tell you, like, what I do each day in a little bit. But, um, okay. Wow. Okay. Um, in fact, that's probably the most important. But, you know, when life stuff comes up, um, I, I, my work had changed last year, and I could tell you—that's another hour, okay? Which we're not going to discuss. But my work situation changed—not my job, but my boss changed last year. And I've had a year that I went right back into that fear, and I had—it's had like you almost are starting over. I had to work through that with my sponsor and with a lot of other help. Um, this program gives me the opportunity to do that. I don't pick up the food. I'm abstinent. I can't do any of this life stuff if I'm eating. I found, I I proved that to, 46 years I proved that to myself. I can't do this stuff with any amount of gross if I'm eating. I've proven, done. So all this life stuff I've walked through in the 17 years, and it's been a lot of it, um, I don't pick up the food. I, I cannot pick up that food all right that's not going to work for me anymore what i do is i pick up i i check back in with god because the steps have have showed me that the relationship with god i have today and my higher it can be anything higher power can be anything it's a personal thing i just choose god as my higher power um i choose god to just give me the indication of what to do next right what does is, what is my higher self say? How do, how do I, I want to act today? Um, I, I go through the steps with my sponsees. Right now, I'm back in the big book, right in the beginning with my sponsor. It's all about a relationship with God today. And that's what this program has taught me. Um, and I'll just, I'll just close with what I do each day is that um, I kind of do the same thing as when I started. I mean, I'm not fooling around here, okay? I'm going to tell you this. I don't fool around with this program. I get up in the morning. I read. um, I have three daily readings that I like. They're not all from this program. They're from a, I have a universal recovery, okay? Um, I have three daily readings. I do writing. Uh, Right now, like I said, I'm working on the big book with my sponsor. We read to each other, then I wait, And I take sponsee calls. I have many sponsees um, that call me like bang, 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 bang. They do the same thing. Okay, give me their food Um, at night. I go to I go to four meetings, four regular meetings a week. I have commitments. Um, At night, I do a ten step. It's it's pretty extensive too. It's and it's customized out of the big book, and then I added a bunch of stuff that I like to write down and I send it to my sponsor at night before I go to bed with my food for the next day. My sobriety is my, is my food plan, and I stay with exactly what I need to stay at a healthy body weight and to keep my head quiet. That's extremely important for me. So um, if I was to pick up something that is not sober to me, I, I, I don't even want to think about that. I don't do it okay because what's important to me is i stay sober with my food i do the work and i pass this program along and i stay with my commitments i keep my commitments and i show up when i'm supposed to that's the most important thing um so probably done right okay thanks for letting me share This is the time for questions only. There is no sharing at this meeting. If you need to share, please do so with any one of us after the meeting. Also, please remember that the opinions of the leaders are my own and not those of Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. When asking questions, you need not identify yourself. Please remember, if you ask a question, your voice may be audible on the OA podcast. Okay. Um, you
1: mentioned that just before you had issues at work, and I'm wondering if you could just get a little bit more about how you use the tools of the program to work through that. Particularly, like in the moment, how you access your relationship with God in a tough
0: situation. Okay. All right. The question was, um, I mentioned I was um, had problems at work or issues at work with a new boss, and how do I access that um, relationship with God to deal with those, right, with those um, issues? Well. That's the only thing that worked. I gotta tell you, because um, what happened was I have I had I work for a family and they, the the father of the family was my boss for years and I I had built a relationship with him much later, like the maybe the last five years or six years, much closer. I went over to his office once a week or so, and so we built this relationship. As he's getting older now, he's over 80. Okay. As he's getting older I was getting more and more responsibility and also monitoring didn't know this and there's a program for this monitoring what because he started this slide right and I noticed things oh like and I would call his son and tell him your dad doesn't understand this so we need to regroup over here and banking you know things like that I noticed the slide for this for my boss he quickly got dementia, and his son took over. Now, I've, ha- I've never had a good relationship with his son. His son is 50. He's not a kid. Um, I've never had a good re- Every time he calls, my hair just goes right up in the air, right? He's very different, and he's very type A, busy, and kind of demeaning. Okay, So that all, all of that triggered, the, f- the fear came right back. Right, all of that triggered a lot of fear. Not so much about, well, here's 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 how it got better, and this went on for a while. And I, I had there was a lot of changes. I don't like change, okay? Remember that. (laughs) But there was a lot of changes, and what happened was, my sponsor, you know, I tell her, and I have, you know, and I would, and. The other thing that was happening is my counterpart in Arizona is a volatile man, okay? And they're fighting. So get this. They're fighting, and I'm trying to monitor everything. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, what I had to do is every day in the ten step, what happened today? My sponsor would bring me back. Should we talk about it? We talk about this a lot, and I talk to a lot of people about this. Bring it back. What's real today? Okay? You're doing your job. You're doing a great job. Things are changing a little bit. God, what do I do next? Right? I had to get my, my self-esteem tanked. And, went, and I had to build it right back up with God's help. And that's what really happened. And little by little... And, ta- and getting to know this young man, this young young boss, he he didn't even know me, right? He didn't know everything I did. But getting to know him, like oh, I had to crack this open again. I had to crack crack the heart open to get to know him. They were go- the kids were going through a lot with their dad. I had oh, that's right, right? The kids are going through a lot. They're going to be emotional. Um, I had to just circle around with that and really come back to God. What do you want me to do today? Like how can I be of service to this family today, right? So that that's actually, and that's just that's just the background of what the steps give me. Just the background of what they give me a foundation that I can have. I can act like somebody with some grace. <coughs>
1: okay. So, um, thank you so much. Um, can you tell a little bit about the
0: Sure. um, Can I talk about my relationship with my higher power, and that my God sounds friendly and accessible? Um, Well, I'll tell you. I kind of, I kind of touched on it in my, in when I was telling you what it was like. I recognized, and it didn't come until I got here. How many times God just picked me up out of a bad situation and put me where I needed to be? Like, I didn't, I couldn't recognize it then. I was eating. I was eating. The whole time I was eating. But how did I get, how did I get to college? We didn't have a cent. Literally, we didn't have a cent. I was, we were so poor when I was living with my mom. I just had to steal food. You wonder how I was still, you know, heavy and I st- I just stole what I didn't, what I couldn't afford. So how did I get from there, from this place? How did I get into college? How did I get back there? Right? How did I get out here to land of OA? How did I get out here? Right? How? There's no gay people in Batavia, New York. I, I thought, right? Of course there is. But I, I needed to get out of there. How did I get out here? God said, get in the car. Like, pack your underwear, get in the car. Okay? <laughs> that's what I did. I don't know how this stuff happened. I'm a scared person. I'm, I'm afraid of everybody. I'm afraid of people. I'm afraid of everybody, afraid of everything. You'd never know it today. Well, you might, if I talk to you. But really, that's how I lived. So how did I get out here? I walked in the, into a program like how did I do that how did I this is God how did I get a better job how did I know to apply for a better job that's how it works I don't know Sophia I don't know how it happened I just kept following kept on working the steps talking to people talking to my sponsors and doing what I was told to do and that's the friendliness of my God I finally by being here and building this this relationship I finally realized God's taking care of me all along right gave me that that next indicated step so the friendliness comes from that experience and finally recognizing and listening to all you like when I first sat down and started you know attending meetings and listening to everybody share you guys are the ones who told me how your God acted that day like whatever you were going through he said, and then this happened, or and I didn't pick up the food. I got that. That all sunk in somehow to that to this brick of a mind. It did because I'd stopped eating. Like I put the food down. I could finally. It took a while, believe me, and and started to be honest. I had to start to be honest, and then that stuff could actually go in, and I could live a better life. That's really what my program's about. It's just I want to be better, so. so. okay when I first started how did I actually put the food down and have it not feel like a diet um, while working the steps and getting and changing the food plan that's a that's a huge question really um, For an overeater, like I'm, I'm a garden variety compulsive overeater, hundred pounder. So what happened was, I didn't know, I, I, I knew I couldn't be like this anymore and I'm watching you guys and I listened to my sponsor and I just, she gave me this plan, it was something like, how? Something, it was very simple actually, but it was something like that, gray sheet or something, um, and I ate that and I hung on like for dear life. And it, 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 it was like any other diet, but I was doing all this other stuff and being with you, so it didn't especially feel like that. Probably wasn't the healthiest, we don't know, right? It wasn't the healthiest. I don't, when, when my sponsees asked for me to help them with their food, I'm, I'm usually not as restrictive as that was. But for whatever reason, that started me, and that helped, and then changing sponsors, um, I just develop. You know, it takes a while to develop a food plan that works, and it, then it has to change, right? As you get to a healthy body weight. So right now, um, it's really, really important that I, I. I had to switch over to counting calories because I was dropping weight uncontrollably, like physiologically. Who knows? I'm all screwed up inside, right? So um, I got too small, and I didn't know even know what to do with that. So um, I count today. I count calories, and I have a certain amount of calories I have to eat per day, and I do. That's my sobriety, to maintain a healthy body weight without dropping. That's the truth. It just—I don't know—but that's what happens. But all that's possible because I'm in program, in here with you, working the steps, relationship with God. It's a big package. Thanks. Yes.
1: Thank you. Um, can you talk about your relationship with your family and friends
0: today versus, you know, hyper progression Sure. Um, can I talk about my relationship with my family and my friends today? Um, you know, my family is all back east. Um, they're, they're, I, have, I have such a better relationship today, although it wasn't especially bad. I just wasn't very friendly like I wasn't very family friendly I I had moved out here there was many years that I didn't even go back to visit because I was in that I was in that kooky relationship and I would take all my vacation days with this swirling around with this drug addict right so I didn't I, I all of a sudden it's like that all of a sudden I'm like I gotta go visit my family I go every year to visit my family um I'm close to three of them. There's nine of us. Okay, no, maybe four of them. There's nine of us. They don't just choose to um, be close. They're just that way. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, but I'm close to my two, the two sisters that are closest to me, and my youngest brother and my other brother. And I go back and I absolutely love visiting. Like I sit they wait on me hand and foot we have such a good time and i rest okay so that's the calmness and peace of it is that i can be peaceful with them um there's nothing to do back east they're back there in the country i i shop for clothes that's all but um but we have fun it's like i can i can enjoy just enjoy them today um my friends you know friends change i I've had many friends in program, I've had many program people I thought were friends and they're really just program friends um, because when they leave, they leave. That's something that I didn't expect. Like when somebody leaves program, um, they don't wanna be friends anymore. And I didn't know that was gonna happen. So I had to kind of get used to that uh, and know that could happen, you know. And I know that if I was to leave program, I'm not gonna be wanting to hang out with somebody that's you know recovering at that time it wouldn't it wouldn't be it wouldn't feel quite right to me I don't know I'm not going to guess about that but um, but I have really really I have people in my life today that I would walk across broken glass for and that's just the result of being here and knowing how to act and also when they don't act right knowing how to let that go like okay we're all in this program I'm sure I don't act right sometimes and so they aren't right now either <laughs> so I, you know and I struggle with that so I you know in a, it, it's a matter of it's the whole it's a whole package of recovery I'm in the I'm in Al-Anon too I work that program um, as well and so that helps me with my OA people with my friends. Actually, my friends are here. And that helps me with that, too. Just knowing that we're all addicts. We're all, you know, trying the best we can. Somebody's not wanting to do this or that. It's okay. There's somebody else to do that with me. So, sure. Yeah. Um, thank you, Chair.
1: Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned um, that you have, were always dating a kid, even as a little kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you're before you is there a part of your brain that still thinks of you as this big person or have you really and how do you when that comes up, you just like work, school, you work okay. tools
0: okay the question is um, I've always been big and is there is there a time now that that comes back like the memory I, I still think I am big you know and, and how do I work with that um, yes yes and yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's
0: yeah, I was. The whole time, I was never, I I never got, I think I hit 200 once. I got down to 200, bounced right back up. Like, I just was not a successful dieter, even with, like, Weight Watchers or something. So I was always big. Um, and now I look at myself and again I have to have somebody come shopping with me I'm a little bit better because you know what I will ask the salesperson now to help me, me. like I'll say is, it, is, is that because my pants drag right and my pants dragging? and they'll like love to help me with that but I used to have to take somebody shopping with me because I had no concept of what I was supposed to look like in regular clothes regular size also there's a lot of things going on here from being that overweight that I, I had to my sponsors helped me with that it's like this is what you wear put it on underneath you
1: will
0: just so much better I didn't know any of this stuff right so I do look down sometimes and, and think I'm big again but I'll tell you what the miracle is is that I'm for instance I like to bike, all right? Now, this is a, I'm 63 years old, right, and I've been heavy. I'm not thinking, and I, and I belong to this gym, and I like to bike, and I, and I had it in my head. I was going to, I want to go on that spin class, right? I'm not thinking I can do that, okay? Really, I do not think I can do this spin class. So what I would do is I'd go do the weights on Sunday, and I'd sneak into that room and for 10 minutes, right? And I couldn't stand up for the first couple of months. I'm thinking, right? This is my head. I can't, I can't make it around Balboa Lake. I shared with you. I, the first time I walked around Balboa Lake, I didn't think I would make it. I called my partner and I said, um, if I can't make it, I'm gonna call you and you mm-hmm. come to me up. I really, this is where I'm way off, upstairs, you know? So I get on the spin bike and I go on the spin bike and I go into the spin class finally. This is like ultra courage. But I go late because I'm not going to make. I'm not going to make it an hour. This is what I'm. I'm not going to make it an hour. I'm going to go into the class late so I can look like I'm finished. This, this is this was a couple of years ago. I was like, okay, this is the truth. So I go and I I work it up and I realize what I was doing was I was missing the warm up. Oh my god. <laughs> So now I finally go to spin class. I make it the whole hour, and I'm not like, I'm not like as fast, and I'm not like as whatever, but um, that's a specific example, but that's the example. Like, I don't know. I can ask people, I just do stuff, and I'm amazed every day what I can walk through in the day. That's all it is. Anybody else? Yes. Uh, that well, oh, how does sponsoring benefit my program? Um, it it literally keeps me abstinent. I started early with being somebody's food sponsor. They would call me. I would tell, me, and I'm like, okay, okay, I can, you know, I eat this, and that's how it started. But I sponsor many women today, um, and I always have sponsored a lot. I'm not sure what that's about but I always have it's like this is my service to the program as I sponsor Um, I take you know I I have to be ready at six o'clock in the morning to start those calls they come every ten minutes Um, I have to stay obstinate to be able to pass this along but the 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 basis of the program is passing it along so this is just how I do it I just Everybody's different. All my sponsors are in different places. I enjoy all the different writings I do. And um, that's it. Thanks.